Gotta do this, Jay. Gotta do this. Uh, 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 come on. Uh, uh, uh. You already. Oh, where my shades at? I made this look good. Good. <laughs> Welcome to the Minute Seal Podcast. I am your host, the Hot Take Hooligan Agent Kate. And I'm rocking with the cannabis analyst, Agent Jay. And this is episode nine. Fine, like wine. With old Tom McManus, the former Jacksonville Jaguar middle linebacker. Oh, my God. We done did it again. Mm-hmm. Get some the, more the, big boys on here, man. Get some of the beef. That original geez. beef. I'm loving it. It's going to be a beautiful day today. We move into the new days on Fridays. Those of you who caught the live and tuned in with us, man, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, it was last minute for sure, but you guys always roll with the punches with us, so... Those of you who are audio only and didn't catch the Facebook notifications in the lives, hey, sorry that you had to uh, wait a couple of days for a new show. But new show time is going to be Friday nights at the same old 7 p.m. Eastern time, as always. And then Wednesdays will be our Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays, my bad. Tuesday nights, we will still come back with a second show, man. We'll be giving you an hour on Tuesdays starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So we upgrading to two shows a week. Two shows. Two shows. Mm-hmm. And and then guess what, bro? When the season starts, then we got pre and post. Oh, my God. Say, I'm about to be four. Yeah, we're going to come live four times. Four times. Let me... Let me tell you, let me let me let me first get the get the bills out of the way and let's give a special shout out to the good folks over at the Do Vault, man. My guy AJ is whipping up the hats, the hats, the hats, bro. Dude has some of the cleanest hats I have ever seen. He just opened up his shop and I should have already had the address up and loaded for you, but I didn't. So now I'm rushing as I talk to you to try to get the address without leaving too much air and open white noise space. Uh, and it's not coming fast enough, so I apologize as, as I ramble. As I continue, as I continue to, to uh, fill it up, fill but it you up, know what, man? If you can't make it to his shop, that is somewhere, someplace in Jacksonville, you can <laughs> go to his website at the Do Vault. That's D U V A U L T dot Big Cartel dot com, bro. I don't want to like be like super lame and and this not work too well but i'm, I'm gonna try like look can, does this show at all probably not huh there we go look at yeah. that oh my god look at this shit mm-hmm. the dude is fire yeah the 1995 has a... oh my god bro and then he got more he got more he got these two hold on let it focus look at that bro are you kidding me mm-hmm. come on dog the guy aj over there at the duval is whipping up the cleanest of clean hats, bro. So I'm trying to tell you, uh, we'll be running commercials for him starting next week. So make sure you check out the Do Vault. You can follow him on Instagram at Do Vault. Again, that's D-U underscore V-A-U-L-T. Do Vault. And of course, we are brought to you by the good folks over at... CG, our group of talented designers can take your ideas and create something special. Been needing to wrap your vehicle to promote your business? Or maybe creating new business cards to stand out in your field? Maybe you're looking to create a memorable gift for a friend. Call us today and speak with a member of our staff and let us handle your vision so you can focus on what's important. Call 904-771-5855 or visit mcg247.com for more information. 
That event already happened, but that shit was fire. You can check that out on their YouTube, though, at Barbarians Battle Arena. I was there. 904 Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs. Flyers, business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing. We're just better, duh. We're well. We're just better, duh. Hey, I know where that's at. I've been over there for for a couple of events. Oh boy, where's that? <laughs> Appleton, uh, forty-five twenty-two Appleton Avenue. I've been to Appleton Avenue for a couple of events. Bam! One more time for the people in the back. Where? Forty-five twenty-two Appleton Avenue. 4522 Appleton Avenue. 4522 Apple. I'm not repeating it because I'm typing it. 4522 Appleton Avenue. Facts. Just like that. Go see the folks over at the Duval, man. They got all the lids on deck. They got more than lids too. They had jerseys. Like the shop was clean. Wait till you see the commercial, man. They gave us some good footy. The shop is beautiful. But we are live. We are back. We are we are two shows a week. And I have an announcement. And even Jay don't know this. This is a surprise to Jay. Jay. Are you ready for some news? Oh, I, I, I wanted to surprise you with this. I'm, I'm waiting to be surprised. All right. <laughs> so you know how you know how you always like to do more shows. You've been you've been saying let's do more shows. Let's do two shows. Let's you you know you've been about that life. So we doing now we doing two shows. We're gonna be having our post game show as always. So that's three mm -hmm. shows a week. We also gonna be doing a pregame show. Mm -hmm. And the pregame show that we are going to do is going to have a very special, special guest. We are going to be bringing on a Jax Axeman before every game. He will be live at every stadium, away games and all, London mm -hmm. and all. Axeman will be in the building. He will be live with us, reporting from the other team super fans out there, wilding in the tailgates. We got mm -hmm. on-scene action from the homie Jax Axeman. So it is going to be Fire this season. Ain't nobody going to be bringing you content like this, man. Tighten up. Come on. Mm -hmm. Who going to be bringing you? Who going to be bringing you footage live from the away games, tailgates? Like, come on, man. Stop it. We making moves over here, man. Yeah, bro. We, we getting making, it, man. We making moves over here, man. And there's been all types of big moves made this season. But this one right here is I'm super stoked about. And that's because we about to get on the hammer, bro. We about mm -hmm. to bring on the Jack Hammer. This man might get liver than me on this podcast. I don't know. I'm about to try to. I Can might turn up. That? I might try to turn up my energy because Tommy Mac is known to bring the thunder. So I might have to amp up a little bit. I might need to go get a bang out the freeze. I haven't had caffeine in a week and a half, but I might need to go shotgun a bang real quick to keep up with Tommy. But we or have Jaguars. Also, or you can smoke a joint to take over no. some, some no. herbs. No, I'm back in the gym, Jay. I'm trying to get right. I can't be doing that, man. Let's yeah, man, get you, it, man. We can't do that. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about that today. Oh, boy. We're going to get right to it, man. Let's go right into it. We're going to bring on Jacksonville Jaguars former, the Mike, the man in the middle. Tom McManus is in the building. What's going on, Tom? Hey. What's up, man? How you guys doing? It's an honor to be on your show. What's happening? Man, it's an honor to have oh, you here, man. How yes, are yes, you? Yes, How are yes. things yeah, going? 
Hey, by the way, you, you smoke before you go to the gym. That's the key, man. Okay, That's right, the key. Yeah. Gets you all focused and ready to rock and roll. Lasered, lasered and locked in. I feel you. Well, man, yeah. I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. You know, we had st- everything scheduled for last week. People people were stoked. They was excited. I know you're on vacation. How was the vacation with the family, man? Was it, how was it? Was- it? It was phenomenal, and I apologize for that. But, yeah, we went down to Isle Morada for the week, my wife and I and our three daughters, and we uh, we hung out with a couple friends of ours who had a house down there, and just nice, relaxing time. A lot of food, a lot of family time, a lot of laughs, you know, a lot of good, just good times, man. And uh, a great spot down there, but I tell you what, with the storm coming, I'm glad we got out when we did because uh, that looks pretty nasty right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it, Elsa? Yeah, Elsa. Elsa. That's what we're doing with Game of Thrones after Disney name. characters. You know, she's going to do what she want to do. So, just got to wait Every it time. out. Yeah. That's we're, right. we're, in, we're in Jacksonville. So, I mean, the good thing is, it's either going to, hopefully, it either pushes out, keep going west, or if it does push yep. out a little more, it goes just, it just goes, it just goes away from us. So, I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But, but sure. uh, let's so, yeah. You're, you're, you're there, man. You're locked in. You're in the city. You know, I'm out here. I'm out here in the Midwest right now. So talk to me about the vibes out there in Jacksonville, man. The energy that the, that this new regime and this new draft class, these new run of free yeah. agents. Talk to me about the energy that you see in that city, man. Yeah, I think, listen, it keeps building, which is awesome. I mean, we needed it. Goodness gracious. I mean, it, we've suffered for, you know, for a long time, other than maybe 2017, obviously that was a great year. Uh, 20, uh, what, 2007 was a great year, but you're talking 10 years in between and everything else mm-hmm. in between that, man, it's, it's been good. So I, uh, I'm excited. I think the city's getting there. You know, I, I'm, I'm a little like, look, I, I love it all, right? We were talking on radio earlier today. I, I saw a video of him dropping dimes. I mean, he, I don't know if you saw this video. He's throwing balls at Bishop Kenny. Now, granted, it's yeah. on there, so you got to keep it persuasive. Jalen Camp can flat out fly. Did you see that one down the left yes. sideline? And he yes. hit it with stride like sixty yards down the damn field, man. That was that was pretty damn impressive. But at the same time, we're not going to know to the to every they get in the game. That that's when we're going to know because and not I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about protecting him. And I think they're going to be okay. I'm not. I'm not that down on the offensive line. I'm going to see how it shakes out. Who becomes the starting five? But they got to protect him because, as we all know, constant pressure on a QB it'll kill even the best of them, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen it with Patrick Mahomes. Even though he was incredible in the Super Bowl, he was under constant duress. He couldn't do what he wanted to do. So I'd have it to Aaron Rodgers. You see it happen to Tom Brady. You see it happen to the best of them. So you got to make mm-hmm. sure you protect this guy. That. That to me is going to be a big, big key coming up in this, uh, you know, this preseason and getting ready for twenty twenty one. Absolutely, man. And you hey, know, buddy. you you mentioned Jalen Camp, so I, I, it's funny. I want to go back to him. How does Jalen yeah. Camp make this roster? And one answer, one question I have is that. And then on the other hand, I say, how does he not make this roster? He looks like a stud. Yeah. Everything I've seen, every visual the Jaguars have put out from OTAs, Camp's in it. Every video, yeah. Camp is in there catching passes. He looks like a monster. Well, you know, 
Yeah, I tell you, then they've got a pretty good room on that wide receiver class, right? Not just the top four guys, but the guys battling for five and six and seven. You look at a guy like Colin Johnson, who I think's got a lot of talent. I I, I like his size, six six. You know, he's not a burner, but he's fast enough. He showed some some uh, you know things last year. Made a few plays here and there. You know, really tough. You know, it's funny about last year because the quarterback play and the offensive passing game were so poor overall and I, I shouldn't say poor just not good enough overall and you just don't know what it was was it was it really the QB was it the offensive line you know not holding up at the right time with the wide receivers running the right routes you know that's it it's you know on time and everything for making the breaks when they're supposed to you know supposed to be there with the ball so it's hard to evaluate all that but I tell you what if they if they get it done up front this could be a freaking sick offense to watch without question absolutely it looks it looks exciting man on paper we're looking at these guys and what they are bringing to the table and it, it it's probably the most exciting offense that we've had in this city for sure at least since yeah. thunder and lightning by far and to have that two-headed oh. monster in the backfield again i mean ah, uh, that mojo Ooh. fred taylor vibe that's what it's giving me you know yeah. the thoughts of etn oh, like, and yeah. robinson paired up yeah, you know, ETN, I when they drafted him, I was I was stoked. I was like, this guy's a game breaker, man. You need you need a home run hitter. You mentioned Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor was a home run hitter. Not only could he pound the rock at 230 and run over you, he'd take it to the house from the five yard line, 95 yards. And there wasn't nobody on the field that was going to catch his ass, save for Jimmy Smith. I mean, you gotta have those kind of players on your team, and that's what ETN is. So I don't care if he he's lines up a tailback, a wing back, a slot back. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You're going to see this guy get opportunities. So I'm excited about him. Look, and, and the fact that him and Trevor together in college, that, that's a nice little icing on the cake, right? Really familiar with each other, know how to, you know, work with one another and get it done. So it'll uh, – Yeah, and I wondered cool. about that dynamic, man. As a, as a former player in the league yourself, if you would have been able to come into a situation where you, you're entering the league – with a fellow teammate out of college, I mean, how big do you think that would have been for you? How how important do you think that that, that dynamic is in that locker room with Trevor and, and Travis? Well, I tell you what, Pete Mitchell and I were roommates for three years. We went to Boston College together, and we were roommates for three years here in Jacksonville. And he came in here. He got drafted by Miami <clears throat> in 94, uh, and then Coughlin traded. No, in 95, and then Coughlin traded for him. Uh, so he ended up coming to the Jags. So – we became roommates. We didn't hang out a lot at Boston College, but we became really good friends. We're still to this day great, great friends. And it's it was good to have a you know a familiar face. You know? And I wasn't, you know, a quarterback. I was just some, you know, at the low end of the totem pole trying to make it a team. And you know, Mitch was uh, you know, he he was a new guy to the town and I've been here since March, so it was good for us to, you know, get together. And yeah, it's it it's good. And then on the field, of course, look, when you're talking quarterback and a guy receiving the ball from them, they're going to know timing. They're going to feel they already got instant chemistry. That's that's already locked and loaded. So that's that's a big part of, uh, you know, success. <clears throat> was one less thing that, that your rookie has to worry about. It's like, I know where this yeah. guy's going to be. I, we both know where these guys are going to be because they're going to use some of them plays that they use that constant. You know, it's, it's not going to be – they're going to just make sure – they're going to keep the training. I mean, they're going to have the training wheels on. But, I mean, I feel like they're going to take them off pretty soon. I yeah. say take him off, man. Let it let it rip. Let it that's rip. Yeah, let it, let it, hey, man. That's what, yeah, He's that's the number one pick. pick for a reason. 
Let it, let it yeah. run. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you give him the same, if, see, the thing is, a guy like Trevor Lawrence doesn't have the same time, the time frame that Peyton Manning had. Peyton Manning could have went out, went out there and threw all those interceptions and did all that shit. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. social media, the, the coverage of it, it was like, okay, whatever. But this is somebody Heisman can like all this stuff. So it's like, and he had a horrible rookie year. By the you know by any other means. Oh yeah. Saying, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. yards but for, for a ton of interceptions. Yeah. yeah like eight, right? eighteen picks, and that twenty picks, yeah. eighteen picks. But the thing is, what we learned from that was he learned like that. He learned from that because uh-huh. he didn't ever throw that many interceptions ever again in his career. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Maybe until oh, yeah. the last year, and then so yeah. yeah. So he was given time. I just we're gonna give Trevor the time. It's it's the other stuff I'm kind of worried about. Because he has been praised as the golden boy since he was, you know, 14 years old. And if he goes out there and throws 18 interceptions, it's it's not yeah. gonna feel good. I mean, but well, I he's a, I, he's got a different yeah. he's got a different thing yeah. about him. He's not with Trevor. It's different. And, you know, when yeah. he when he came out with that SI article and they tried to attack him for what he said in that, I thought it was bullshit because mm-hmm. Trevor is a different bullshit. I yeah, thought the writer had an angle from the get-go, man. It was like he wanted to portray him as like, hey, this kid doesn't need football. That's not what he said. Yeah. If you listen no. to what he said and what you read, totally different things. I didn't I didn't like the way that article came no. out, man. Yeah. I thought no, that not was, at all. Because Trevor Lawrence is a different type of kid. This is a different type of athlete. He's not coming in with a chip on his shoulder. He has no chip. There's no chip. He's coming in with well, the, the drive to meet expectations. That's a whole different okay. ballgame. Well, you're stepping well, into the room knowing you're the man, and you have to prove every day that you're the man. And to me, that is the chip. I think he does have a chip because it, it, it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the proto, you know the stereotypical chip of a lot of guys who get into the NFL is you know what I'm saying like if this doesn't work out. It's rough after this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was either football yeah. or everything. And then Trevor said, <laughs> Trevor and, Tre- yeah. and Trevor said, Trevor said, football is not the most important thing. Like, and honestly, like, I don't know, I didn't play at too much of high level, but football shouldn't be the most important thing in your life if you have other stuff going on in your life. It is your, it is your job. You love to play the game. You love you, you, you attack it as that. But at the same time. Yeah. When football when football's over, you still have to live life. So you don't want to just put your entire life on the back burner no, for no. 12, 15 years. Right. So I feel like he has yeah. 2021. Athletes are different yeah. now. Well, man. Now wait, now I don't and I'm sorry to interrupt, but look, you're you're the number one pick in the draft. You mm-hmm. it is your job. So now you can do other things. You have plenty of time to do other stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like you know, I can't do anything other than football, football, but it is your job, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and I think people get away from that because it's an entertainment style job, right? It's like a, a mm-hmm. you know, a different style of a job. You don't, you don't forget the money. Everything else is surreal. I always tell people all the time, "What's it like playing the NFL?" It, it's surreal. It's not the real world. It's a different. Yeah, you're playing world. the kids. You're playing the kids' it's game. And getting world. Paid, Everything's different. You're getting, you're getting a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you get paid a lot of money, you get a lot of perks, you get a lot of this, you get, you know, your job is basically to stay in shape, learn the game, learn your craft, get better at your craft. So, you know, look, and by, back to the chip, all the great players have a chip. They all want to be great. I mean, so there's that chip on them. That, so whether he wants to say that verbally or not, I don't really care. I just say win. You know, at the end of the day, it, the job win. It's him, Urban, the entire organization. It's time to win. Maybe you don't win. 
a shit ton that first year. You know, it's like you're going to go, you know, to the playoffs, but you make a significant difference in the win column than you've seen, especially last year. I mean, that at the end of the day. So, look, the the kid – but you do have to be focused. You do. Mm -hmm. Now, when you leave, sure, man, whatever. I, I went out four nights a week. When I was I was single the whole time when I was with the Jags until I met my wife my last year, and then I got married the year after. So all that stuff w- was over, right? But I went out all the time. We well, a bunch of us did. I'm not going to name names, but we did. Yeah. But yeah. we also came I mean, to work every day. Jacksonville, Jacksonville. There was no. Oh, our early days, we had some renegades, man. We had some fun <laughs> characters. We are uh, all from all over the place, and we we got along on the field. We got along off the field. We we loved the beach too, man. We we loved it everywhere, Jack. So the fans were always so nice, so cool, you know. And, and guys mm-hmm. like us, like me, I was a grunt, you know. Like Brunel and those big, they couldn't go out. They couldn't go to mm-hmm. dinner. They couldn't go to happy hour. They couldn't do nothing. I was like, man, I thank goodness I didn't. I didn't have to deal with that. I went out. I went out, but yep. I came to work the next day. And I was ready mm-hmm. to rock and roll. I worked, you know, my whole motto still to this day: whatever goes in, it's got to be sweated out the next day. Whether yes, that's sir. food, drink, whatever, man. I'm, it's a constant thing for me. But yeah, you, you, look, you got to have a life too, but you can't lose that focus because your job is to win, and your job is to win championships, and it takes ultra focus and complete commitment to do that mm-hmm. at least during the football season and when you're playing football, OTAs, you know, that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I think Absolutely. he has that, you know, you know, as you guys know, the you never know, you know, you know, it, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Yurko. Yurko had his own. I see your comments on the side. It wasn't Yurko. I'm not going to give you names, but it wasn't Yurko who went out with his <laughs> four nights a week, but uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. You know, that's, that's just, you look, it's a it's it's a wonderful wonderful world. There's nothing like playing in the National Football League. There's nothing like everything about it. Everything about it. It's fair. I would do it all over. I only got to play five years. I got hurt a couple times. Unfortunately, the body just didn't didn't keep up. But man, I had the time of my life, and I wouldn't change it for the world. The only reg- and it's not even a regret because I would have loved to have played when I was married and with kids. Cause that's a whole different fire, man. You know, you, now it's really mm-hmm. a job. I was just playing right. a game before I met my wife. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Having yeah. a good time, fucking around, lifting weights, running sprints. You know, going to practice, whatever it was. But then that, then it becomes real. Like now, you're like, man, I got to game for as long as I can and focus. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was focused. Don't get me wrong, but it's a whole new level of of focus. I think when you when you can play for your family and not just for yourself so to speak no absolutely once you're and doing I, something for somebody else and that's bigger. <laughs> oh, no you're no good. you're no, good man just, just be, look, everybody everybody loves rent we all love rents facts and <laughs> just y'all just tuning in man we are live with tom mcmanus former jaguars linebacker man make sure y'all click that share button get it out there so tom you were talking about the way you know if it goes in the night before you gotta sweat it out that's that old school mentality right y'all had old school style camps yeah. could you imagine you guys getting fined for too much contact back in the day during OTAs, oh, man. man. <laughs> you know, we we were talking wish, about it earlier. Me and, Sir, me and Leon were talking. I, I don't look. My, my feeling is this. Either get rid of it all 
Just do everything on air. No competition. No one-on-ones. None. Get rid of it. Because you can't tell these guys to not be physical. And look, if I if I'm asked to run block as a wide receiver, and I'm a, as a corner, I'm supposed to defend that block. Tell me how you defend it without being physical. Pads or no pads, yeah. that's that don't matter. You're still going yeah. at it, man. You got your hands out. I mean, what do you want them to do? Pretend like they got blocked, or I, pretend. You know, like I don't know what they want I, these guys to I do. Expect, it drives me. I, I, I don't like it. the rule. I expected the fine. You expected it. I I expected it because at the end of the day, we know what we know who Urban Meyer is. Urban Myers is going to tip the line. He's going to. That's throw a the habitual line, line stepper, sir. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but at the end, but at the end of the day, we got to figure out who who the dogs are on this team. We got a lot of new faces, totally. and it's totally. a new, and all these new all these new sets of eyes. Whatever that fine is, we'll pay it. Like we're not money is the least yeah. of the issues with the Jaguars right now. We have a really really wealthy owner. The, the, we, oh, yeah. Urban Meyer, yeah. that, that's why Urban Meyer is here. He's here to change. Guess what? The the perception of Jacksonville is going to change. We're going to be pushing yeah. our guys as hard as we possibly can. And so guess what? When the other teams come in here, it's not about to be what it has been the last couple of years, last 10 years. Yeah. It's not that. You're going to have to yeah. – we, we're coming out. We're going fast. Yeah. We say we want speed. Well, you know, and that offense, that offense heard Joe show. That offense heard Joe show after uh, minicamp when when Trevor threw those interceptions and Urban tried to say, oh, well, it's, we're not in competition mode. This isn't anybody versus anybody. We're just getting better right now. And Joe Show said, yeah, the defense won today. Yeah. The offense hears that. They know. You, they heard Shaq Griffin say, we're going to be the best defense in the league. They hear that. So the offense yeah. coming out like, hey, guess what? Wow. We're here, too. Yeah. We're here, too. And how can you and, not look? And how can you not – fulfill with the order. The order of the team is speed plus two plus everything. It's, it's everything extra. So yeah. why would you expect why why would you expect anything less than a fine? Because guess what? We know whatever the line is, we're gonna go plus two. He's yeah. told us this in right. our face. And I believe and that's it. what he did. He went plus <laughs> two hundred thousand. Whatever. Yeah. Go plus two. Yeah, Man, listen, it's a new like coach. He's trying to set the tone. You know, you got you to gotta work them. You got to get after I mean, it. It's very competitive. You're fighting for your life. I, our, our, look, again, so take another example. How do you if – if I've got to play press cover, cover two, let's just say, and I got to get in that wide receiver's grill, and I got to press him, how do you press him without touching him? How do you press him without getting physical with him? That's <laughs> right. what press is. Yeah. You press yeah. him. So he yeah. can't get right. off the – <laughs> so and Shaq Griffin, and that's, that's all do. Shaq does. That's all Shaq yeah. Griffin does. Right. He's a press corner. He it's presses like 90%. I think that's what Joe Cullen's defense. So if I, I saw uh -huh. some silver lining in the store, I'm like, you know what that tells me? Because the, the report is it was uh, the wide receivers and the DBs. It wasn't the big dudes in uh, up front. Mm -hmm. So it was either run blocking or well, we don't you know, want to do no work. We don't want to do more work than we're required to do. You don't have to worry about us us we the linemen. We're not out here. And it makes more sense because we know that DJ Chark has been under fire from Urban Myers saying that yeah. he didn't he wasn't didn't play big yeah. enough. You didn't play You want to talk about a chip? Yeah. Yeah. DJ so, got a chip. Yeah, yeah so I expect like I said, yeah, he I should. Don't, when I, yeah. I when I saw when I saw the news came out, I said, "Thank God." That's because that's what I want. I don't like mm -hmm. I said, like see you. I mean, you yeah. you play for you pay for a coffer, so 
there's a I don't I don't know. Like I say those camps are notorious from the stories of what yep. was going on, and the NFL can't operate like they don't. I, and I understand why they can't operate kind of like that, but it's like yep. this is football. <laughs> you got to do something. You, you got to do something. Yep. We're not going to try to kill each other because it's our teammates, right. but we still have to. I still have to run up to him as fast as I can and hit him. I'm not going to hit him in the head. I'm not going to hit him in the knee. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to try to hurt. We're not going to hit the quarterback, but yeah. But we gotta. We can't, we can't just be waiting until it's live bullets. Well, if you if you side. even run past Trevor, you cut. You better yeah. not even. You yeah, better not yeah, even sniff the red jersey. You can't touch golden If you beat your blocker, you beat your blocker. You take a knee. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, listen. Man. I I think I think uh, you know. Look back back then. It, we did two a days, you know. Sometimes three a days. Sometimes full pads, all Pratt. They were two hours long, and we hit, and we conditioned. It was just part of what we did, and it was hard as shit. I tell you, you know, look. One thing that players have, and I, and I've, I've said this for a while, the one thing I hated about training camp was we had meetings at night, and they were like three to four hours long. Like after dinner, you'd go into a special teams meeting, then be a team meeting, then there'd be a defensive meeting. Meeting, that'd be a, a, a position meeting. I mean, you'd be meeting all day. I mean, you're like, and then you're up early, you know, six o'clock. You don't go to bed to 11, whatnot. So today they don't do that, which I think is fantastic. They work them during the day. By the way, they can only do one practice. I mean, training camp must be a walk in the park compared to what it was <laughs> when I just said, man. One practice well, a day. Man, at, I don't have nighttime like meetings. Oh my oh, gosh! That would be and the practice, phenomenal. the practice is like uh, practice is like nine or eleven o'clock. It's like man, you just slept yeah. in your first meeting probably eight o'clock in the morning. Like you don't <laughs> right. go to a little it's meeting, then you go to practice at nine thirty. Right, and then before, and then so think prior about, to COVID, fans get to yeah. hang out. Think about in that premise, then back to the OTAs. Like, so if I'm trying to make this team, and I have limited opportunities during training camp, what I. You know, this is my time to show that, yeah, I play press or, yeah, I can rush. And, you know, what else you, how else do you try to make the team? You know what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I think they, they got to find some common ground in this stuff. I mean, look, I care about the fines. Doesn't bother me. They're being aggressive. Good. I want an aggressive, physical, nasty, mm-hmm. badass Hold team that's got an attitude every time they take the field. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't want, you know, you hey, everybody's cool. We're friends. Well, they're not friends. Right. Right. Yeah, you look at guys like Jihad <laughs> Ward, man. Jihad Ward came out and what did he say? So you better oh, yeah. watch your mouth yeah. when you come to play Jacksonville. And um, he brings that type of yeah. energy, man. And I love it. And uh, speaking yeah, of the defense, though, even, and that type of. Block you on <laughs> Bro, blocked me. I can't believe he blocked me on Twitter. Who I don't understand. You? Jihad Who Ward is? blocked me on Twitter, bro. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. I have no idea. I literally, I tweeted him. I asked him to get I love the guy. I tweeted him. I I found out he was a rapper. He's good, man. Yeah, no, he looks he looks nice, man. And I I I was excited to have him, so I followed him on Twitter. I reached out to him, uh, just basically uh, retweeting some of his stuff, saying you know, welcome to to Jacksonville. I realized he was a rapper. He actually makes music. So oh, I checked no out some of his music, yeah, and I okay. uh, I, I retweeted it. It's good. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah, he, I, I retweeted yeah. it. 
he turned around and liked the retweet. And then I asked him, yo, this is you? And he said, yeah. He responded. I was like, oh, that's what's up. So then uh, he told me he had a new album dropping on the date that we had a show. And I said, well, hey, man, listen, we run a podcast. I'd love that. It's a Jaguar show. I'd love to have you on. We'll promote the record. You know, we can talk about it. It's yeah. all remote, blah, blah, blah. No, no response. I was like, okay, whatever. I let it go. I didn't talk about it. Uh, I never tweeted him again about it. Then all of a sudden, a few weeks ago, I went to tweet at him and uh, I was blocked. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> huh. I, I, I said, okay, I man. Know. I don't know, man. You never know. You, know, you, know, funny, you never bro. know with, uh, with pro athletes, man. Trust me, nah, man. You never you just, yeah. you just don't know. Who, who knows? No. Who knows what went on there? But I tell you what, I like that addition. I think he's going to bring that kind of nastiness. Look, you gotta, oh, yeah. you gotta, you gotta have that. You gotta have that. To, and they have. Don't get me wrong. Miles Jack has yeah. it. Other guys that's on the, the team. That's probably. It. I mean, it's like honestly, all of them that's probably the, Honestly, that's probably like the only reason he's here. Because I mean, he's not objectively speaking, he's not like a great pass rusher. But oh, he's not a stud. Yeah, but he's, but he's, no, a, he's no, a dog. But he's, he's a dog. But, but he's, he's a, a dog. physical he's a dog. player. Yeah, he's a dog. He's a physical he's, player. Yeah, and he's a dog, and he brings it. That's what I'm saying. That that specific skill set of just a hundred, a hundred, a hundred and two percent. He's the he's yeah. the enforcer. Yeah, and he's going yeah. he's going to talk. He's going to yeah. get guys. He's going to he's going to he's going to bring up guys around him who are yeah. hopefully are more talented. Every, but if they bring that same energy and attitude, if that's where the problem, that's where it starts to really make a difference. Every time he touches the field, it's gonna be dog hundred yeah. percent. He's gonna try to yeah. tear somebody's head off. He, oh yeah, he's not, he's not gonna let Josh Allen like because Josh Allen's performance last year was unacceptable. So mm -hmm. that I, I I don't I think he's gonna he's bring that out of him. I think he could turn up Dewan Smoot a little I, more. I think I think the key to that's the other side. Is is it gonna be uh Chase on who, who can handle it and be that force on because listen, like look, look Josh Allen's rookie year was so good because A, he's very talented, right? But think about this. Yeah. When Clay's when the opposing move. offensive line when, when they slid, they didn't slide to him. They slid to Ngakwe, mm -hmm. which left him one-on-one, -on -one, either with a, a tackle, maybe a tight end, maybe a back, and he would win a lot of those battles. But when they slide mm -hmm. to him and that other guy's not really helping him out, it, it's he's getting the double. He's getting the chip. He's getting the shot in the ribs. You know, when he thinks yep. he's just got to beat the tackle, that back comes in and whacks him. You know, I mean, I made light yeah, of it, but yeah. that's the reality of it. So, Jason, yeah, yeah, right under, man, they get you right under the ribs to let you know you don't come walking in here free of charge, man. We're going to jolt yeah. you one, at least you try to. Um, mm. So, that to me is the key. Whoever that ends up being on the other side, if they're going to run this 3-4, I think you you got it that that whether whether it's uh, uh Chase on whoever it is they've got to be a dominant force so Josh Allen can get back to what he did in his rookie year that's going to be critical to me Yeah definitely now going to that 3-4 look in that defense what do you what do you think about Miles Jack transitioning inside of that 3-4 how do you think he's going to do I think he's going to do great because a, a, a will in a 3-4 is very similar to a will in a 4-3. You're covered up, and they mm -hmm. allow you to roam and make plays. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by covered up is there's no – like uh, there's a bubble side in the 3-4, which where the mic will, will handle, and a bubble means there's no defensive lineman in front of that guard. So I got to mm -hmm. take on that guard. I don't have any help for my, my lineman. 
unless we call a little slant, you know, if the, the nose line slanted or the, 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 the uh, defensive end does, you know, moves inside a little bit. But for a base 3-4, I've got, I'm got, I got that guard. Now, on the, on the will side, you've got a player that slides in in between the guard and the, uh, and the tackle. And so you've got a little room to where you're not going to have to take on that lineman time after time. And again, you, uh, you always want your, the fastest, the most instinctive. Like Kelvin Smith was a phenomenal will linebacker. What, mm-hmm. Great, 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 great middle. I mean, will linebacker. Because what, what? They let him perform in space. And a guy could right. fly and he could hit and he was very athletic. So though and, and so is Miles. I mean, I think Miles yeah. is yeah. one of the top linebackers in the game. In I love the way yeah. he plays the game. And uh, I think if you cover him up like they're gonna, man, that guy, the thing about Miles, I would tell him is Miles, you're so fast that you can wait a split second before you make your move. You can wait. You're that fast. And I'm not just talking blitzing. I'm not, I'm talking reading, reacting, and going. And sometimes you got to just boom and go and go make that play. Shoot the gap, whatever it is. If you just shuffle just for a split second, see it, feel it, and then go. You you're that kind of athlete. Man, he would it would it would I mean he's already playing great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that'd be my one critique about him, man. I feel like he was an all pro um I thought he was all pro last year. Yeah, if he'd have been on another yeah. team, he'd have been a pro bowler. Yeah, he would have, oh, um, totally. and then, oh, see, the, see the, thing about that, the thing about that speed is, to me, that was the thing about the thing about Telvin. I, I love the speed. That's why I always kind of felt like at some point he probably should have moved to a safety just because with his size, he would shoot the gaps. Like play, in one place, he could he play. Could he play. would shoot – he would shoot a lot of gaps wrong when on the run a lot, and he'll get washed in there. And I feel like yeah. with his with his speed, he could be playing down in the box. And at the same time, if he has to be doing what he has to do, he's never going to be he's never going to get burnt by receivers. He was too fast for it. I just feel like yeah. his instincts. Yeah. He had really good instincts. It was just that his frame didn't let him get out of certain situations because if he, he was get caught in the wash, he was. You know, it was 220 getting caught in the wash. He was, he was faster than your strong right. safety. He was faster yeah, than Cyprian. Let, <laughs> let me say this. If he's getting caught in the wash, that means the defensive line's getting pushed back into his lap. It, it is yeah. a, it's designed for no should, one to touch that will. Nobody should touch yeah. a will linebacker. So with this new defense, with this defensive line that, that we have now, I mean – you know, we we looking here. We've got Devon Hamilton. We got Costa. We got Malcolm Brown. I haven't heard him mentioned much at all. Now, granted, we aren't in pads banging or nothing, right. but I keep, I, you know, I'm not hearing much of, with him. We got Robinson Harris. We have John Ward, Smoots. I mean, how do you see this as a line that was one of the worst in the league last year? Where do you see him lining up this year? Well, I, I do like the additions in free agency. I think Brown's your perfect nose tackle, low to the ground, wide body. Look, the key to stopping the run in the three fours, your nose has to take on that double team every single damn play and hold his own and not give up any ground. Uh, and he's that kind of player, and he gives you a little uh, uh, pass rush capability from it, um, which you won't see a ton, I don't think, but I think he's going to be good. Uh, Robertson, Roy, look, uh, I'm a Bears fan being from Chicago. Jags, number one. Bears are probably number two. And uh, he, he, every time I watch, he was making plays. I see them a ton, but comes from a tough division, very physical division. I like that addition. That's going to be interesting. 
I think you guys get you're gonna call me nuts, but I'm telling you right now, I think I think Joe Cullen and and uh, his defensive line coach is gonna get Taven Bryan to perform. Now he ain't gonna be a superstar, but he's gonna be a cog in that run stopping defensive line. I'm telling you right now, he is so physically gifted. That kid is a monster in the weight room. He can run. I know he's had troubles. I know it doesn't look like he knows what the hell he's doing half the time, but I think Joe Cullen's going to get – they see the talent of that kid. So where does that – all? Costin, I love Costin. I mean, what a story. He's a tough guy. Uh, he's going to bring it. You know, it's going to be – look, they're going to have some toughness to make at that defensive line. But I'll tell you another guy I love. I think Devon Hamilton could be a star. I mean, that guy yeah. is a monster – and can move. Really well I wouldn't year. play him. Really well I wouldn't. I'd, I'd play him in that one of those defensive ends. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, positions. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah. he's too talented to have to take on double teams. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. he can rush yeah. He can rush. Yeah. So he was a bright spot last year. So anyway, and I think going to be interesting. They got Gatsis still. Big Gatsis. That's, that's, right? that's, that's a boy. That's a big boy. Man, yeah. these I mean, guys are going to They're going to be, I mean, they're going to keep, I feel like they're going to, that's going to be a theme on the. It's, I mean, we're going to have a lot of big guys on the team, and we're going to have a lot of fast guys on the team. So it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be just a, a mix of the, the bigger, just having enough, having enough big guys just in case we got. Yeah, to other uh, to Fele. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what uh, yeah. Robert just brought up. To, yeah. Uh, thanks, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, man, you it. know, it's crazy. This him. that's a lot of depth there. And then going back to what we were talking about earlier with the wide receiver room and whatnot. And later on on, on the show, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna break down this 90 and see if we can get it to 53 ourselves and what we would think might may happen. Wow. But it's it's gonna be so hard. How? How do you do you keep seven wide receivers? I mean, who are you cutting? Like you got Philip Dorsett throwing touchdowns to Gardner Minshew right now. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. You're not, you know, yeah. Visca's not going anywhere. DJ's not going anywhere. Marvin's not going anywhere. You know, those three are safe for sure. You've invested yeah. a little bit in, in Jamal Agnew. You have Philip Dorsett, who's a question mark. Colin Johnson. You got mm -hmm. Jalen Camp. Joshy Matabebe is one of the most physical freaks I've ever seen in my yeah. life. The guy has a 48 inch yeah. vertical. He bench presses 225, 26 times at wide receiver. He's mm. 6'2", 220, wow. solid. And he was undrafted. And you look at him, and he looks like DK Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. And how does he not make a roster? Like, you have so yeah. much talent in that group. And then you well, fast forward to the defensive line. There's so much talent there. What do you do? Gonna be, I think they're going to. I think they're going to be creative with how they have people listed on their roster. Because if, if Matter Baby doesn't make this roster as a wide receiver, he'll make this roster as a tight end. I said that. I told so you. they don't want to hear me, Jay. They don't like that. But I, I'm telling yeah. you, that should be the tight end right there. Because with that, with the physics, because you don't have to be. We we've seen. I mean, we talked. We talked about. Uh, we talked about Tebow. The comparison to just the size of like Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez was an All Pro, was a Pro Bowler every every oh, year. Yeah. For two years. Oh, yeah. He was six two. He was six two, killing yeah. it. And you tell, you he tell was me, fast, you tell though. Me, 
Yeah, Aaron was wicked yeah. fast, right? That dude could fly. Quick, he was quick. He was quick. Well, that was that deal. was my that was my comparison yeah. with Joshi Matabebe. When I first saw him, I said, when I saw we we got him, and I did some research on him, I said this guy can transition to tight end. I don't like Colin Johnson's argument to transition to tight end because he's lanky. He doesn't really have the frame to put more weight on in my eyes. And then I heard Urban say something like that later on, and I was like, yeah, yeah I agree. He, he doesn't have that frame. But Joshi Matabebe is solid rock. And he's 6'2", and he's running a 4'5", 4'4", 4'4", 4'4", 4'4", 4'4", something like that. And he's jumping 48-inch on a vert. He's got a 48-inch vert. So he's out jumping everybody. I go and I look at Darren Waller when he came out. Joshi Matabebe is faster than him, jumps higher than him, and benches more than him. He's just a little shorter. That's it. I'll take four inches off a guy if he can jump two feet higher than a guy. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. So when I look at this yeah, roster, yeah. I see three areas where we're really going to have to make decisions, and that's that secondary, that's that defensive front, and the wide and receiver, receiver group. That's yeah. it's, that's where it's going to yeah. be difficult. That's, I think what's difficult is you're doing it before really getting it, you know, see how training camp goes. Because that's, you know, anything yeah. can happen in training camp. I'll tell you, with all these guys, the key is going to be special teams. Think about when you're talking about seeing – team speed mm-hmm. you know we all focus on offense and defense but man think about a lightning fast punt team that mm-hmm. can cover punts or a gunner like camp that can beat you at the line of boom agnew's gonna return i would imagine that he did that with detroit so you know what i mean so you're gonna have to you're gonna have look mm-hmm. upgrade the team big and fast bigger and faster special teams is a big part of that so you know, do i keep seven wide receivers maybe if two of those guys one of them's my return guy or one of the return guys and the other guy's a gunner and the other guy you know can really flat out cover on coverage teams man it's a win-win right so i think that's those guys are gonna have to really the tough part is these d linemen like they they you know not a lot of them are running down on kickoff you know what I mean? I mean, the Orpheus yeah. Roy's of the world. Do you remember that big son of a gun from Pittsburgh back in the 90s? Mm-hmm. He would run oh, down on yeah. kickoff at 6'6", 285, and he could run with everybody. He was a freight train. You didn't have to want to block Monster. his But that's the, kind of, that's the kind of, you know, teams I think we're going to see with Urban Meyer, yeah. Meyer special teams. You know, these big, fast guys that can learn he's how tra- to he's play college. He's treating it like college, and I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. You're trying to build. You're trying to build a program. This program has, has a, Yeah, you got to get the best people on the field at every position, and that we're gonna let the chips fall where they may there. But we're gonna keep trying to upgrade that thing every time. So that's the that's where the competition comes in. It's like, hey, it's already the NFL, but the problem is yeah. it's been Jacksonville, and people have people who have been playing here. Not everybody, but they've been treating it like, oh, it's just Jacksonville. No, you play in the NFL. This is the yeah. job. Like your job yeah. is on your job is on the line every day. You better go yeah. out there and perform. So I absolutely, I, I mean, love, absolutely. I, I mean, especially with the new coach, man. Especially with the new coach, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta impress quick. You know, you do, and especially if you're a guy that's not drafted. You know, that's not you know a big money player. You know, maybe you yeah. you were a backup last year, whatever. You're fighting for your yeah. life, man. Anybody no, from the old, do. anybody, anybody from the old regime, like it's like these are some of these guys. I inherited most of y'all, 
Like that doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't yeah, mean there's no ties. Yeah, yeah. You step, right. hey, you stepchildren, and I got a nice old bank account to send you to boarding school. Don't play <laughs> with right. me, man. Like we can yeah. get you up out of here. Yeah. The only yeah. the only place where it's a little different is the offensive line, and I wonder with a guy like Walker oh, Little, I line. think Walker Little, man. I do too. Oh, yeah. he I, looks I like a that, monster. I say that without seeing him in pads, right? I, I'll say True. that. But I tell you what, but I, 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 I looked at him out of pads of him and, pulling. Yeah, he was pulling. Holy moly, he ran. He runs like Baselli. He's big like Baselli. Compare him to Tony. Uh, just yet, but I tell you what, man, that guy is massive, and he's extremely flexible. You see his flexibility, and Lagerman's been talking about how that kid can squat all the way down, you know, to a full squat where his ass is hitting his heels before he comes back up into his stance. For a six, mm-hmm. seven, three thirty, that's mm-hmm. pretty freaking impressive. Is all I'm going to say. No, and I. What I'm gonna say is, what I'm gonna say is, because I said it last week, we had uh, (laughs) we had uh, Richard Collier on, talking offensive line. Love Big Rich. (laughs) Yes, I love Big Rich. One of the most inspirational men, people you'll ever meet in your life. He's the greatest. I love him. Yeah. Look, we talked to him for the entire. We didn't even have. We didn't the entire show. We didn't do anything else. We didn't even we're, have, we're like, going. Wait. We were supposed to be on for thirty minutes. Next thing you know, yeah. two hours later, we're still talking. That's great. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you this: when I was doing, he came in as a as a rookie from Valdosta. I I always I was doing radio then, so I credentials go to the field, go to the practice. I always went to the O line and D line first day of pads. I wanted to see them go against each other, and I remember coming back to the radio station, going, "This kid, number seventy six, Richard Collier." is going to make this team. He may end up playing a big role on this team. He is a mountain. He was 6'8", 350 pounds, and that guy could move like crazy. I remember Bobby McCray, who just got off his, like, 10-sack season, uh-huh. had to go against him, and he shut him down like it was nobody's best. I mean, didn't even have a chance. I was like, wow, this kid's feet at this size. Yeah. That's what people don't get. When you stand next to these gigantic human beings, and Cam's one of them, by the way. All offensive mm-hmm. linemen are big. They got to be. Right. But they are they are massive human beings. And for them to move the way they move, it's really impressive. And I think Walker Litter's that kind of guy. Now, mm-hmm. pads aren't on. We got to see him in right. action. And, and you know, in, in defense of Cam, uh, Cam, I love Cam's nastiness. And Jawan Taylor's. I love them. They're very nasty. They get at the mm-hmm. run blocking is great. It is. Mm-hmm. And the pass block is mm-hmm. not horrendous. It just breaks down at the worst times. Now, back to what I said earlier. Is that them? Is it the quarterback not recognizing there's pressure? I got to get the ball out. Is the receiver right. breaking? You know what I mean? You don't, I don't know. I don't watch the film. So I don't want to mm-hmm. sit here and say Cam Newton's not a good, I mean, Cam Robinson's not a good player. He is mm-hmm. a good player. Could he yeah, be better? Yes, he could be better. He could be better. There's no doubt. And what I when like I look him, at oh, Walker Little, when I look at Walker Little, my question, I'll ask you because you've seen him all in person. Um, when I look at Walker Little, though, he looks the part. He's the first tackle that we've gotten since Tony. That when I look at him, I go, whoa. And I mean, now granted, I'm a, so I'm a big dude. I'm 6'9", 350 pounds myself. I'm a big guy. So – when I like the first time I laid eyes on Joker, six nine, three hundred fifty pounds. 
Yeah, man. I, I'm a couple. I told I rich. So me and Richmond in person, me and Richmond a few times, and I walked in and Rich go, God that's damn. Nice. I, wow, told, I told Rich, right I said, there. I said, son, I'm I said, man, listen, I'm a few bad decisions away from being your teammate. Don't worry. But at the end of the day, I'm here, I'm here regardless. So I'm that's yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge individual. So when I look yeah. at those guys, I'm looking at them from a big man standpoint. I looked at Cam and I was like, he big, but then I yeah. looked at Jawan. I was like, "Ah, eh, he big." They look fluffy to me, though. When I look at Walker Little, Walker solid. Little looks solid. Okay, can we just can we put this in perspective? You're coming at it from up here, looking down. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. I'm six two, like two hundred thirty pounds. So I I right. played at two fifty, but. That's a big. All right, that's cool. I look. I hope he is the part because he looks there'll be nothing better than grading that offensive line as a whole. And if he's, well, just think, I'm all for it. Well, I just think because the thing that you said, the flexibility. Because when when I watch Cam Robinson, I don't see the flex. I don't see any flexibility. He's a waist bender. And in, in, in the past, pro, um, he bends at the waist way too much. Less knee bend. He he's, he he has yeah. way too much waist bend. And to me. When, like, even to start the season last year, Gardner Minshew had already played six games behind the offensive line. You know, so he stood in there. He stood in there and took those hits last year or yeah. his rookie year. Yeah. His second year, it's like, okay, I know it's coming, but I'm still going to try to stand in here. But but when it's coming, it's coming. And, I, you know, people say, oh, he's, he's getting out of the plays too fast. It's like, well, what, if I stay in the play, it's going to be a sack fumble. <laughs> Like because it's, I gotta break, I gotta get out of here because when I, when the ball snapped, there's plenty of times I watch just yeah. people just run. It looked like they're running free at them. So it's yeah. like okay, you got it. It's it's hard to it's hard to really get that thing out. But like I said, they have the nastiness and it's nasty to run the ball. So yeah, like that I sounds said, familiar. That sounds like the same old song and dance though out here, right? Like yeah, I mean, I mean it's, the, it's been the it's been that's been the mo after the after line. Tony was gone, after Tony and Leon had moved on. That's yeah. what we were. We were big maulers. We could pound the rock, but we couldn't protect the quarterback. I yeah, mean, I still, to this day, yeah. I argue to the team that Byron Leftwich could have been an incredible quarterback had he stood behind an offensive line that could give him time. The man yeah. had a cannon. The man would hit The man would hit yeah. Jimmy Smith in blanket and coverage. Any process, any processes. Well, and and I, I think whoever the OC well. was at that time didn't do him justice either. Man, I'd have right. thrown that deep. He threw a beautiful deep ball, and he would stand there, and he'd get drilled in the face. And he'd still yeah. do it. He was a tough dude. On the money. They tried to get him the to touchdown. do these little, like, intermediate passes. Like, man, that's not his game. Yeah. No. The touchdown but, like, and I think that has everything. The, the touchdown to beat the Colts to Jimmy Smith. Oh. On the side, I had to fucking chuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. He could do it, man. He could do it. Yeah, man. he was a hell of a deep ball yep. passer. But what you just said, I think, kind of translates into what happened last year. And, I mean, we are where we are because of last year, and I'm grateful for it now. But at that time, I was looking at what Jay was yeah. trying to do with that offense and going, this isn't Minshew's game. Why are you, why are you trying, why do you want your six foot one quarterback to quote unquote climb a pocket? He can't see in the pocket. There is no lanes for him because yeah. there's too much pressure in that area. He roll that pocket, yeah. move that pocket, roll yeah, Gardner the, out, let him get on the move the, and look, do his I Baker all Mayfield. The, yeah. Look, all the other short quarterbacks were like eight yards off the center so they could see. 
Baker Mayfield, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, all of them have a deeper, they're deeper pockets or they are rolling out constantly. Let him do his thing. And they didn't do that. And I mean, if you look at Gruden's history, both Gruden's, they don't want the little guy. They want the big six, six strong arm quarterback, man. That's what they want. Right. So I don't think we had that here. So I think it was a fit. The fit never worked from jump with Jay Gruden coming. Well, I don't think listen, it was a wise first year, He was pretty damn good. I mean, you look at his stats. You're like, wow, that kid had some great stats. I think last year that again, I think the pressure got, I, th- I thought, I thought Gardner started looking at the O line. And when you start looking at the O line as a, you, it's over, you can't. You can see them. You know they're coming, but you can't look at them and then try to dodge them, man. You got to stand there and throw yeah. the guys. You got falling. And I just think he he lost some of that, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, you, you know, if he, maybe he had better protection. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if he, you know, I don't know. He just It just didn't work out. He had his chance. He'll get another chance somewhere. You know what happens in this league. Anything can happen, as we all know. You know, Uh, I thought he. I thought if uh, I thought he could be in New Orleans in a second. I think he could fit into that New Orleans offense, and he could step in there if 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 that was a an option. If a trade to New Orleans came, going to happen. You know, yeah, that's the one thing when you get a new coach. That's not their guy. That they didn't pick him. They're inheriting him, like you said earlier with the stepchild. You're. You know, you got to really show us if you're going to be here. And, and, the really offense, and, the, and the offense is going to be catered. And the offense is, is going to be tailor-made for Trevor exactly. Lawrence. So, and, I mean, and, then, like, and they're not the same guy. And yeah. They're not, yeah, they're not the same guy. So, no, I mean, the, the, good thing is, the good thing is he'll have – I think that the coaching staff is good enough to – when it's preseason and when Minshew's playing, yep. they're going to have – they'll have some stuff. They got some stuff in there for him because at the same time – they want to see. They probably they probably are going to want to move them because it's trying to get something for them. You know what I'm saying? You, you seem yeah. to have your guy. But I'm not giving time, that. You're not getting Gardner Mitchell for me for nothing but a fourth. Yeah, but at the same time, but at the same time, if some God forbid anything happens, I need somebody who's I need somebody who's uh, played and won some football games in the NFL. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it'd have to yeah, be I a don't... really good offer for that to for that to happen. But hey, fellas, so, yeah, listen, I. Uh, I got date night ahead of me. Um, oh, yes, sir. I must, yes, sir. I must go. Um, but it's been a pleasure, man. I want to do it again. I see where Absolutely. you can talk for hours. Because <laughs> I love talking <laughs> football, man. And I love talking about our Jaguars. I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to this year. And, and uh, man, keep up the great work. I'm glad you guys are part of the relevant team, too, man. It's great stuff. You do yes, an sir. awesome job. And, and uh, let's yeah, do it again. Huh? coming, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. We appreciate we appreciate you for coming on, man. We're gonna next time we get y'all, we're gonna talk more about relevant. We, we I had I had that there. We're gonna get to that next time. We'll definitely get you on. We'll talk yeah. relevant and get everybody familiar with it, man. We want to get that popping and blown up. I appreciate you, man. It was a, it was an yeah. honor to have you on. Great show and uh, enjoy your date night, man. Everybody, Tom McManus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, <laughs> honor to be on, man. Peace and love to everybody. Yo, Tom McManus was in the building, man. That was yes, dope. Yes. Shout great, out Tom, man. Shout great out interview, you, man. You know, every time we do another interview, I say, man, that was the best interview. But that was, <laughs> hey, man. But they it was nice to that. have somebody with some energy, man. You so lackadaisical. Yeah. It's good to have somebody talk that mess with me sometimes, man. It's good. Man. Look, I'm gonna let you know. You know me. I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all just have it. Man, so as y'all know, man, you tuned into the Minute Teal Podcast, man. We are brought to you by the good folks over at the Miller Creative Group. 
CG, our group of talented designers can take your ideas and create something special. Been needing to wrap your vehicle to promote your business? Or maybe creating new business cards to stand out in your field? Maybe you're looking to create a memorable gift for a friend. Call us today and speak with a member of our staff and let us handle your vision so you can focus on what's important. Call 904-771-5855 or visit mcg247.com for more information. 904 Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs. Flyers, business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing, we're just better, duh. We just better done 904 printing. Come on, what you thinking? Also, shout out to the good folks over at the Duvault. My dog AJ over there with the Duvault, man, has a, a beautiful deal going on, man. My guy got the shop opened up, whipping up some fire hats. They got jerseys. They got memorabilia for sale over there. Customized work, man. Go holler at them. You can find his shop over at 4522 Appleton Avenue. And you can grab you some gear, or you can check them out online at Duvault, D U V A U L T dot bigcamp.com. Big Camp? I thought I knew it and then I forgot it. Uh, I think it's bigcamp.com. I think AJ is watching, though. He can drop it in the comments. I'll do it again. AJ, I promise the commercial is going to be dope. We, go, we, got, we got you. Don't worry about it, man. We got you. We got you. But y'all go get them hats, man. You know what I forgot, Jay? What? I forgot to get Tommy's. I forgot to get Tommy's prediction for the record. Oh, I just yeah. asked him. So I just had to hit him up. I DM'd him real quick. I said, hey, what's your prediction for the Jaguars record? Because we got my 12 and 5, you're 8 and 9, Big Rich is 6 and 11, and now we got to get Tommy Mack up there and see what Tommy predicts. I might have to go ask Jimmy real quick. Hey, bro, what, what was your prediction? I know I didn't ask you, but what was? We got to find out. But that was a dope-ass interview, man. So... Tommy Mack talking that shit with us. That was beautiful. Shout out to everybody currently tuned in, man. If you're currently tuned in, make sure you are following us on all social media platforms at Minuteal Podcast, except Twitter. That is at Minuteal Pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Minuteal Podcast. Uh, Twitch, Minuteal Podcast. Uh, Spotify, Minuteal Podcast. Apple Music, Minuteal Podcast. Come on, man. If you can't stay rocked with us the whole time, no problem. You can get us on Relevant, Minuteal Podcast. Listen to the vibe afterwards, or you can check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's uploaded the same night, man. So you can listen to us all day tomorrow while you're chilling at work, working that job you hate. You can listen to the boys you love. Man, listen. Now that we got the, the interview out the way, I got some, some shit we need to talk about. Oh, you little salty ass. Huh? <laughs> I'm not salty. <laughs> What in this world would make you think I'm salty about something? <laughs> Can you lower your microphone for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck the Cowboys. What you talking about? <laughs> so those of y'all who don't know, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, have been selected for hard knocks. Fuck the Cowboys. Are you kidding me? This is bullshit. Let me go. Hold on. Fuck that. Mute your ass. Don't you interrupt me, Jay. Let me go. The Dallas Cowboys getting awarded hard knocks? For what? 
Why do they get hard knocks? They got Dakota Prescott returning from injury. That's it. There's nothing else to talk about. Nobody wants to see that bullshit. You guys was trash. You was in the worst division in football last year. We got Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, a whole new defense, everything brand new. Everybody talk about Jacksonville. Our coach getting fined and throwing money in the club like he don't give a fuck. And you out here putting the Dallas Cowboys on hard knocks. We are the most polarizing team in football right now. Everybody talking about us. And you put Dallas on hard knocks. Jay is just waiting to talk. He about to go off. He got he got a point he about to say. But I'm still going. This is bullshit. I'm so angry about this. And it's not so much that they picked, that they didn't pick us. It is. It is a little bit. It's that they picked Dallas of all people. You picked Dallas. You'll pick New England. They got a great story going over there. Bill Belichick has to fight his way back up. Is Mac Jones going to be the guy? Is Cam going to revive his career? What's going to happen with this terrible-ass roster? Can Bill turn it around? We don't know. That's a good storyline. Tennessee is out here trying to buy a fucking championship like they the old-school 49ers. Are they going to be able to pull it off? They got one year with the, with the squad. Can they do it? Carson Wentz's career trying to get saved in Indy. That's a whole other story. This storyline's across the – is two of the guy. Look what look what Miami just did in the draft. There's a huge storyline in Miami. You pick motherfucking Dallas? They've been on three times. The rich just continue to get richer. I'm sick of this shit. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Did you mute me? You ain't muted. Oh, it just took me off. All right. Uh. <laughs> No, bro. I mean, uh, honestly, I'm just not that mad. I mean, I'm I'm straight by not having the cameras there, bro. We we're doing stuff to get fined. Imagine <laughs> what the cameras would be like in that motherfucker, bro. Honestly, but yeah, bro. I don't know, bro. I, now your thing is that you're just mad. <laughs> I think you're just mad as a cowboy. Like I don't understand why you're mad. At it. I, I still really don't understand why. Like it's it's profitable. It's Jerry Jones, bro. Like, if if you're HBO, you got live TV, you got your streaming platform. You're trying to you're trying to attach this first season of with this whole platform. This is the first uh, hard knocks. They didn't do it last year, did they? Who? Because the hard knocks happened last year with COVID, or you did? No. No, it didn't happen. So. Uh-huh. Damn, now, you know what? I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. So they, yeah, they so didn't have last year. So it's their first. It's their first hard knocks for, with COVID, from with COVID, from mm-hmm. from COVID. Mm-hmm. You're it is HBO, bro. They're trying to attach themselves to the largest, the biggest brand, honestly, in the fucking world. It's the largest sports brand in the world. It's the most profitable sports brand in the world, bro. It's it's the Dallas Cowboys, bro. <laughs> like it's it is it's at the end of the day, bro. It, it is America's team. This isn't baseball, like. Baseball is not America's greatest pastime anymore. It's not that's it's not it's football. Yeah. But the Dallas Cowboys are still America's team. They sell the most everything. They get the most ticket sales. They get the most sellout crowds. It don't matter, bro. Jerry Jones is a marketing fucking genius. And he's 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 money. He's he's walking, printing money, just he shits money. And guess what? That's what this shit is about, bro. Yes, Jacksonville is cool. It's intriguing. Got Trevor Lawrence, got Urban Meyer, yeah. But 
but you got Jerry Jones. And mm. at the end of the day, there's going to be more eyes watching Hard Knocks. All of the Dallas Cowboys fans are going to be watching Hard Knocks. Had it been the Jaguars, the Dallas Cowboys, some of the Dallas Cowboys fans would be watching Hard Knocks. But not all the Dallas Cowboys fans are going to be watching Hard Knocks. And they're going to be streaming it on their platform. It's going to be, bro, she's going to be doing numbers. I don't know what, if we're going to be able to check what to see what the ratings are going to be, but it's going to be high. I ain't buying that. So, I mean, you don't have to buy it. It's already been sold, big dog. But I'm saying, and, you're not a Dallas <laughs> Cowboy fan. You finna watch Hard Knocks? I'm a, I, I always watch Hard Knocks because I'm just a football fan. Everybody but, always watch Hard Knocks. But the Dallas Cowboys are like my secondary team. But I'm saying, everybody watches Hard Knocks. Yeah, yes. I but, watched the Philadelphia Hard Knocks. The only Hard Knocks I didn't watch was the Rams because I was not gonna watch Jalen. I refused. We're talking from we're talking about logical people here. We're not uh, me and you. We're if not, we was talking, on, they would have watched you know, us. We're we're logical people. We're we're talking about Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> they said they're gonna win the Super Bowl every year for the last thirty years. And we got more playoff wins than them. Wait, chill. So that's chill. What I, yeah, ain't no chill. That's what it is, bro. They. Those people are motherfuckers, bro. Motherfuckers who don't have cable or who don't have HBO will sign up for HBO Max to watch that season of Hard Knocks, bro. How about them Cowboys? Fucking Fuck right. the Cowboys. Fucking right. And like I say, bro, it's it's a play, bro. I understand. Look, it ain't no, uh, like I say, it's that's, bro, that, it is what it is, bro. Like, the only thing, I, I do want to see the Cowboys, like, because I prefer, I like, the, I've had, liked the Cowboys over time. I like, I think Tony Romo was really good. I just feel like their defense has been trash. So, they always had just had really bad defense. <laughs> their offense is really pretty decent. Defense just been trash. So, mm-hmm. if they can get their defense good, they'll be all right. But, it's, bro, it, it's not the most intriguing, it, it's not the most intriguing storyline. It's a pretty intriguing storyline. It's just, hey. It's Dak. It's, it's the, big, it's the big dogs, man. It's, that. it's the big dogs, man. Urban, bro, mm. they probably they probably was thinking Urban Meyer. Jerry Jones was like, nah, man. Let me uh, let me show shot. Let me show shot real quick. I'm, I'm that I'm still the big dog. Yeah, you got Urban. Yeah, yeah, you got Trevor. But I I still got. They call me too. I'm gonna take it. Cause they they don't need it. Cause they don't need it. We probably need it more. We, uh, Hell we do, yeah! We do, we, we do need him more. We're the problem. most relevant we've ever been in our history right now. They're talking about us more on NFL Network, Good Morning Football, FSN, everything. We are on, I literally, I'm in the gym. Every TV is on sports stations. Every TV has Jacksonville on them at least once a day, multiple yeah. times a day, every show. We are on more now than we were in 99. We are on more now than we were in 17. They are talking about Jacksonville more now at an irrelevant point in time. That's my thing. People be like, oh, no. When we was in the playoffs and whatnot in 17, we was on all the time. Well, yeah, that's because we were one of eight teams that were still playing and shit. That's different. They can talk about anybody right now, and they talking about us all the time. And we still can't get hard knocks? But but honestly, it still might be a bigger play at hand, bro. I feel like... What we got to do to get hard knocks this year? Um, Trevor probably just win. If Trevor wins rookie of the year, we got hard knocks in the bag. It's just ours if he wins rookie of the year. Yeah, that's a good point. And and I think there's another play at hand because if they can get some of this shit started, if they can get some of this shit passed through and start rolling construction wise with stuff, mm-hmm. even just stuff, anything in the stadium or around the stadium, 
if they can end up because some of that stuff don't take it takes a, a while, but the off season is a long time. It's just like eight mm-hmm. months. Season's short. They get a lot of shit done in that time, bro. You never know. It could be a play on have some shit. Got probably have some shit down the pipeline. Everything's going to pass through, and we gonna get some shit built. You might, you know, what I'm saying, it might be some footage of that HBO. You know, what I'm saying, I don't know. It's, I, it, it, to me, we still have chances to get it. Nothing's going to change. I mean, and we'll be actually qualified of the teams to be on that list of the qualifications, like or I guess teams you said that can't refuse or something. But yeah, like, from my understanding, when we dove depth, when we dove deep into the rules early on, because I saw some people still jumping out and being like, "Oh, we, we couldn't do it anyway." Well, no. From the the way the rules, I interpreted the rules and the rules that me and several other people we looked into. I Cicero was one of them. We were looking at them. Um, you you can't be forced to do hard knocks if you have a first year head coach or general manager, uh, but you can volunteer and be selected still. So that is uh, that's kind of what we were hoping for. Is I, I would assume Shot and company volunteered. Maybe they didn't. You know, maybe. Um, but. The way Urban interviewed on the Rich Eisen show definitely made it seem like it was at least a, an option for him. So that would make me feel like they volunteered and then Dallas was selected. We don't know. It's all skeptical, you know, uh, or was, was, what, what the fuck word was I about to say? Skepticism. I wasn't. I, that, that's Skepticism. not the word. Skepticism. Yes, it that's is. Not the, that's not the word I wanted to use, though. Well, I mean, you say people, people are being skeptical. That is. Yeah. The, but that's what skepticism I, is, is being skeptical. I know. But it, it didn't didn't fit the way I was about to use it. I don't know what I know, man. My vocabulary is running, running, running. Listen, off we look here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm still mad. I'm gonna be mad. I'm not gonna watch Hard Knocks this year because of it. Now uh, I'm about cat. to be salty. I'm not cat. tuning in. I'm canceling. I'm canceling HBO Max. Your cap is free. You're not doing nothing. I'm canceling HBO Max. You're going to cancel a free subscription? <laughs> that is I am not watching this year. As soon as Space Jam 2 <laughs> drops, I'm watching it, and I'm canceling my subscription directly after. <laughs> Fuck you, HBO. Boycott HBO. Boycott the station. That's hey, what I'm doing. Sir, do you want to get rid of the internet, too? Huh? No. <laughs> so that shit has me hot. Um, we're not getting no hard knocks. We already kind of talked about the fines and whatnot, but I mean, we could go into that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I guess, like, pretty much what Tommy said is how I feel as well. Just like you said it as well. You expected it. Uh, this is yeah. Urban Meyer we're talking about here, man. Yeah, Again, man. habitual line stepper. He is going to find the lines. He's going to cross them. A fine is nothing. He doesn't care about a fine. You know? We go back to in the NBA, the Pat Beverly situation. Pat Bev don't care about a fine. His team's out. He's done. He's about to go ahead and get his get his rocks off right quick. And, and, and if he gets a Chris fine, said, whatever. And, and whatever Chris Paul said to him was enough for him, justified for him to do that. Right. He, so he said, he I don't That's care. Oh yeah, we gonna do this. You can suspend me a couple games next year. Right. Woo-hoo. So it's like, it's like it's whatever this. I got. Cash. Hey, it's eighty two of them bitches. I don't give a. Yeah, fuck. I don't give a fuck. So I mean, same thing with Urban Meyer though. He looking going. He he do you know how much money my owner got? You uh, think well, I care about a fine? I told, that's what I told him. I said, man, he could have slapped that man if he wanted to. He could have punched him, bro. He pushed him. Yeah. He showed constraint. He he showed some constraint because he could have just knocked him out. Nobody, nobody showed any kind of urgency in that situation except for the referee. The referee just wasn't quick enough to get there. He saw the shit coming. He was like, oh, let me get He just was too, was just too slow. But mm-hmm. I don't care. 
going to be uh, pay all the fines, man. Just don't hey. just don't take away just don't take away traffic. Bendy Cindy said 15 and 2. I went ahead and put Cindy on the board because she always be on. And I and 15 to 2 is way more is, is even more than what I said. So if um, you know, so I won't be the worst wrong if we have a yeah, losing season. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely put it on there. Yeah. We need to, oh dang, I said we should have whoever whoever is the furthest away <laughs> should have to do something. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Cindy, you don't know what you just signed up for, but it's already on the board. So you locked. Anybody oh, else want to submit their record? What you think the Jags are going to do? Go ahead, comment it. I'll add you to the whiteboard. Uh, whoever is the most off. Um, everybody, 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 somebody, most of y'all might have to get on the sticky note because we're going to have to have our, the future rest of our guests have their <laughs> predictions on there. But yeah, we'll yeah, it. yeah. But we yeah. will have it. I got. I, I, I could probably shrink it. I could probably. I could probably make it small. You know what I got to do? I got to get a female in here to write on it, cause females got good handwriting on them. I can't do it. My handwriting's terrible. You have a house full of them, so. Yeah. yeah. One of them, one of them gonna come in here and write on it. Yeah, somebody will do it. Somebody got it. Somebody got it. Um, man, shout out to everybody currently tuned in, man. Shout out to Thank uh, you. Yes, sir. Yes. All of y'all on YouTube currently, Facebook, Instagram. Some of y'all listening while you're driving. I'm gonna tell you right now, we appreciate we appreciate everybody who listens, but we appreciate the people who tune in live with us. Just yeah. a, a lot, a little bit more, probably a lot more, because you don't have to take your time out, especially it's Friday night, and we trying to get right. some new started on Friday, so we definitely, we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I, well, you know, we provide you a service, uh, and, and while you're out doing your thing, if you randomly listening to us on the go, that you can pause it and come back and stuff like that, that's cool. And I think that's dope that you listen no matter what, because I mean, we just two cats on here talking Jaguar football, and for you to come get your Jaguars news from us, man, it means the world. And this podcast has grown uh, tremendously over a short period of time, and it's launched and gone even further, even faster now. And we try to continue to bring y'all some of the dopest content. We got a big one we're working on right now. Big. I'm talking about big. Like the second biggest. Yeah. The second biggest. biggest. Like you know how the number one would be the biggest, but the second one that comes right after that number one could be the – yeah, like that. Like if it came like around 26. uh, Something like that. that. Yeah, 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 it's that kind of big. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the ink dry. But um, yeah, man. So we continue to try to bring out the dopest shit we can and, and give it to you raw and uncut the way that we would like it delivered to us. And that's a, that's what it is at the end of the day. We're just trying to give y'all what we want. So uh, I appreciate all of y'all for locked in. Shout out to the New Era Jags group. Shout out to the Jaguars Let's Go group. Shout out to Jerry Brown. Shout out to my dog Devin. What? <laughs> He's a Colts fan. I hate you. I hate that you even on this show right now. Shout out to you for tuning in, though, Devin Jackson, Colts fan. Fucking Colts. <laughs> Let me tell you, the Colts got to be... Colts fans have to be the most delirious motherfuckers on the planet. I am in an AFC trash talk group. When we talk AFC South trash talk group, rather. Colts fans do nothing but talk about the fact that they have two championships. Did you hear me, Jack? said they have two championships. No, Indianapolis, you do not have two championships. The Baltimore Colts have a championship, and you have a championship. That's one. You well, have one. That's, that's the, well, no, but the Baltimore Colts turned into the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Yes. And yeah, so yeah, the Indianapolis Colts were a brand new 
a brand new, essentially a brand new organization. I don't want to hear that two ring shit, bro. I can't stand people who claim in a ring. They weren't even in your city. That does not fucking count. You if don't get that if ring. It's the same team, if it's the same team, it counts. Even if it's a different city, like if it's the Raiders, LA, or Oakland, that would count. I would if they were the same organization. If it was the if it went from Baltimore to Indianapolis and they were the Colts from the Colts, then I would count it. But since they changed their city and they changed their name, that's the that's the Baltimore Ravens family. No, the like, Baltimore the, didn't the Baltimore Browns. No. Yeah. 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 I thought the Baltimore Colts moved and became the Browns. They can, yeah, they became the yeah, they became the Browns. Yeah, the Baltimore oh. Colts moved and became the Cleveland Browns, I thought. The Baltimore Colts ran to Cleveland. Yeah, but and Cleveland they became the Cleveland a, Browns. But Cleveland, but Cleveland had been a team, so that's what I'm saying. Did they? Now yeah. I'm lost. Somebody currently tuned in who remembers the story. Hop on. Hey, Devin on here. <laughs> Don't try to rain on our parade because y'all don't have one. Devin, we got a motherfucking parade, Devin. We more relevant to y'all right now. Don't talk to me like that, bro. Stop it. Hey, Devin, by the way, I'm hiring trainers and part-timers at my gym. So if you're looking to come back into the fitness world, man, holler at me. I need need somebody, man. I got to fill this staff up. Just hired three personal trainers today. Oh, boy. So anyway, back at it like a jackrabbit. Fuck the Colts. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they went to they became the Baltimore. They were the Baltimore Colts and they moved to Cleveland, I thought. Uh, I think so too. Yeah. Because that's why okay, they so hate no. each other so much. It says Baltimore Baltimore. This team relocated to Indianapolis and we're in Indianapolis Colts. So yeah. Right away. But, the Baltimore Ravens were formed from the player staff of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah, he did. He moved directly to Indy. Yeah, right, he moved so, directly to Indy. So then he can claim that? You, that's what you said? Yeah, he can claim both. Nah, you can't claim yeah, that. He can claim both. You can't claim that! You weren't you even around for... You didn't even know the Baltimore Colts. How you gonna claim a ring from a team that you didn't even cheer for? I'm just saying, bro. How you going to claim a ring? You 30 years old. They moved 50 years ago. How you going to claim a ring from a team that you weren't even alive to see win a ring? I mean, if if, if we would have won a ring in 99 and people were born in 2000, 2001. We're still in Jacksonville. They claim the, they'll claim them. They but we're still in Jacksonville. Shit gets lost in the move all the time. I lose shit every time I move. Not a Super Bowl ring. I think they lost the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the trophy is in that goddamn building. They lost the Lombardi trophy, bro. <laughs> no, hell no. They Tom lost Brady, the Tom Brady almost lost the Lombardi. <laughs> but I don't think they're losing none of them Lombardis. <laughs> Man, I am not giving listen. I'm still gonna get these Colts fans hell about that. You're not getting two rings for me. I ain't never finna give y'all credit. Um, but and then they also on this Carson Wentz trade, like it's a sure thing, it's locked in. And I don't know if they're trying to preach positive vibes over Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. And maybe, and if that's okay, man, you know what? At the end of the day, you gotta you gotta try to rock with what it is. Um, but the Colts and Carson, I just don't think Carson Wentz can turn it around. Do I think he's in a really good situation now? Yes, he's back reunited with Frank Wright. He has an mm-hmm. opportunity to go back to a coach and a scheme that he was super successful in. I have just never seen a quarterback look more broken than I saw Carson Wentz look last year. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's fixable. I don't care how good the situation is. Yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. He played really, really bad last year. <laughs> I feel like 
So I don't know. Hopefully he'll. Uh, hopefully it won't be that bad. But I mean, hopefully it will be that bad. I don't. Th- I hopefully. I hope it's broken. Now I don't want to see a man broken, but I don't I hope like, it's I like broken. See, I like to see. I don't want to see a really good quarterback in that division. I I hear you want you want me to tell you a secret and this is this is like on some real shit. Let's drop the hot take shit, the all the amped up bullshit. I really hope Deshaun Watson goes back to Houston. I really hope Carson Wentz is a dog, and I hope the Tennessee Titans are everything we think they're gonna be offensively, and I hope that we meet all expectations as well because then the AFC South becomes the best division in football, hands down. The AFC South becomes the AFC North, like. It, it becomes the best division in football. And I, I would really like to see the AFC South become the best division in football. We had been la- a laughing stock of a division for a long time. One team being good randomly. And, and uh, you know, since, since, since the early 2000s, after Peyton left and after McNair and after our early, you know, late 90s, early 2000s run, like our division wasn't good. We had Jake Lockers and fucking, oh my God, David Carrs and, <laughs> and Blaine Gabberts, and it was bad, bro. It was bad. But Cindy holding on to some, Cindy holding on to feelings from like 50 years ago, man. You got to get over that, uh, Cindy. What'd she say? She said, I hate the Colts because when the, they were in Baltimore, I was a little girl. She said that was her dad's favorite team. I guess they went to games. She said, the Colts, oh. are, fucking tra- the Colts are fucking traitors. Hey, keep that. T- hey, hold on to that, Cindy. Keep that resentment forever. Fuck the Colts, Cindy. No, you're, you're a Jaguars fan now. Which is a double fuck the Colts. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know if you saw this about that bubble. If our D can get to Wentz and sack him, he's done. Take that confidence. Can can you get yeah. to Wentz? Can anybody get to Wentz? That's a <clears> that hell line. of an offensive line. And if that's if, if there's a line to, to build back confidence. That's the one. one. That's the one. 100%. That's the one. So that's why, I mean, when I look at it, I think the Colts, the Colts are very dangerous if Wentz is who they think he is. Do I think Wentz will be that? No. Am I hopefully will? Sure. I'm not, you know what? Like my confidence now is on a whole nother level for us. Uh, The way that, the way that we have these guys talking, the way that Shaq Griffin is talking, the way Hottie's talking, the way Roy Robinson Harris is talking. These guys, Excuse me. These guys are serious, man. They think that that whatever they see, uh, Shaq Griffin never came out and said Seattle's the best defense in the league. And yeah. there were times when Seattle was the best defense in the league. So Shaq Griffin to come out and say we are going to be the number one defense in the league, he sees something special. He something is going on in that building that has those guys believing on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. To see Denny Thompson out there with Trevor Lawrence, and they out there cooking it up, and he's throwing balls with James O'Shag Nasty, and he mad at Bebe and Jalen Camp, and and all man. To see the work being put in, to hear the message that the players are spewing <clears throat> after the message we're getting from coaches, it's it's the most excited I have been for a season in a long fucking time. Yeah, then it, it, or the message, if the message can resonate, like I said, it, it has to resonate into everybody's speech. As a, it, has, it needs to resonate down to everybody's actions, and hopefully it resonates and shows on the field. So we'll mm-hmm. see, we get to see, you know, where, how, how much they really take it in. But like I said, I feel like <clears throat> with the staff in hand that when we get to the season, this should be a good judge of, like I said, 
we get preseason games, we get to do other cuts, and we get to see who the fuck's going to be here for real and who really, really deserves to be here. So, as I'm not too, that's what I'm not too worried. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lit with it. I'm, I'm, I'm Jack. I don't have nothing else on deck for the day. <laughs> you said on, on who? I don't have nothing else on on for us to. I'll I'll, I'll give an opportunity if any fans want to hop on, man. Uh, comment below. I saw somebody say, "When you gonna get me on the show?" Well, here's your chance. Anybody Mm -hmm. wants to hop on right now and give some takes, I'll give you an opportunity for about five minutes. We'll we'll run through that. If we get some some interesting takes on here, you know, I have no problem letting you jump on. So if you want to just comment right now that you would like to hop on the the broadcast and talk your shit, give your take, please do. I will send you the link to get you on right now. So let me know, and we'll bring somebody on. We can get some fans on here talking it up. That'll be dope. Where's Mr. Fellas, Fellas, Fellas? I mean, it's Friday night. Man. QB1, Ty Jackson's on the road. He's on He's on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, He's mad at me. He's like, why did you tell me last minute? I'm like, my bad, bro. My bad. I know. I know. That's my fault. I know. My bad. My bad. But uh, you know what? I told Tom McMahon this last minute, too. And he's a former NFL player, Jaguar legend. And he got on. <laughs> he's got way more important stuff to do than you do, Ty Jackson. Oh, and he still made it on. Where's Jimbo? I don't know where Jimbo is, man. He, he was he was watching earlier. He said something. Uh-huh. You see that? He was saying something earlier, but <laughs> I don't know. Said be on, said be on family. Yeah, he said something earlier. What Devin Jackson say about the Colts? Devin Jackson says, I ain't going to lie. Y'all got a good squad. I'll give y'all a 10-7 and seven record. But Houston ain't making no noise. And Tennessee lost their offensive coordinator with Arthur Levin or offense with Arthur Levin. We got the division this year. So, you know, on a real uh, – D, I think, like, there's a lot of truth in what you're saying. If, uh, if Carson Wentz is who they think he is, y'all probably will win the division. Because you have – the, the better offensive line. Now, here's the thing. No, let's do this. So I graded out, right? We did this in the Jag, in the AFC South group, uh, Trash Talk group. And I was actually having conversations with some reasonable folks. So we were talking. Um, and I, I graded Jacksonville's offense greater than or equal to Indianapolis' offense. And that's, ba- that's going off of uh, – did, did this motherfucker say he got the Rona? Oh yeah. Big, Big Marcus say he got the God damn Big Marcus. Um, you know why? Jay? Because he's a super spreader. He's super out there spreader. in the in the strip clubs with no mask on. It's super spreader. Uh, super, super spreader. Super Big Marcus is a super spreader. Godly Big Marcus. Jesus Christos. But Devin, back to you. So, so I said as super with S U P P P E R spreader. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh um, I think that Jacksonville in comparison to Indianapolis's offense, we are greater than or equal to because I feel like we have a better quarterback. Um Carson Wentz was never Andrew Luck. Right? Okay. And Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be Andrew Luck. Okay. So we we win the quarterback. Uh the backfield is even. I was gonna say that they they're run, they're running they're running back so good. They are good, but we have the number one running back from college, and oh, we have and we have oh, yeah. James Robinson. Paul, definitely, definitely hope that you're okay, uh, Marcus. 
Yeah, no, I was going to I was going to come back to that. I wasn't just going to clown your life away. I was just yeah, definitely. No, you you you're asymptomatic. I know you ain't over there dying and you better not be. Um I beat your ass. Hey, we but uh appreciate it. This is the last <laughs> We love you. Yeah, I love you, bro. Oh, uh, I slap the shit out you if you die. Uh, but then y'all got the offensive line, but we have the wide receivers, but y'all have the tight end. So that's how I would do it. I would say our wide receiving core is better than Indianapolis's. Their tight end group is better than ours. Their offensive line is better than ours. Our running backs are the same, and our quarterback is better. So if you were to look at it, we have equal amount of position groups that are better than theirs and vice versa. But I feel like we have the more important position groups when you look at quarterback, wide receiver, running back is even. Um, those two are more important, per se, than offensive line tight end um, to me. But defensively, it's a question mark. I don't, I, don't, I don't see the Colts as having that good of a defense. I guess I would have to look up the statistics, but they're bragging on this defense like they're world beaters. I don't think they're that good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they, you know, they had a quitty pay, right? So they added Quiddy Pay. They have they have uh, Darius Leonard, um, and then who else? Who else do they have on that defense that scares you? Malik Hooker's gone. They got Rock. They got Rocky Sin. Um, who? What DBs scare you? Xavier Rhodes? Maybe is he over there? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think I think it's Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, Xavier Rhodes is there. I I I'm not I'm not worried about this defense like that. Not the way they're talking. The Tennessee's defense is terrible. And uh, I mean, Bud Dupree may come in and make an impact, but he's not going to save that defense. Um, so I think realistically, Jacksonville could have the best defense in the division, um, regardless of whether the players feel like it's going to be the best in the league. If you just look at the guys on the defense, I don't see how we don't have the best defense in the division if this scheme works the way it's supposed to. If Caleb on chase on Josh Allen should be able to excel so, so much in this scheme. Mm-hmm. And we have so much depth on the interior of that line. We have we have the best linebacker in the division in Miles Jack. Um, we have a great secondary. I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't see it the way they're talking. So we'll see. Um, I do think though you guys are in better position to win the division um, because it's kind of a plug and play with Carson Wentz. You, I don't think you're gonna have to fill out as many gaps um, mm-hmm. and work through as many rough spots. I think if Carson can fix it then you guys can definitely win the division. I think Tennessee is going to have a problem trying to get everything rolling. I agree with you. The Arthur Smith leaving thing is a huge factor. Huge. I think it's being underplayed. I think losing your offensive coordinator and all of a sudden thinking you're still going to just be fucking fire, I think that's not a – no. That's insane. Back to Carson Wentz, you know know how rare of an opportunity that is to get to be told for people to say that you're broken? Mm -hmm. And then – you get handed the keys to a Ferrari. Hey, man. <laughs> and and was, this is where you get live. You know, the, the people on well, the show I, have no well, idea. I was, well, I wasn't even, well, I wasn't, honestly, I mean, that, that play to me, that plays into it. But I wasn't even just, I mean, just as a football player in general, a lot of guys who um, don't really get a chance to go somewhere where. But, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins ain't getting a second chance, Jay. I mean, he's a, he's with Pittsburgh right now, so he's not starting right now, no. But he's no, never done. 
I'm but, it Carson, but it never done with Carson Wentz. I was going to say he's never – that's what I was going to say. At the end of the day, I, mean, I, I think it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot less of this and a lot yeah. more of what he did before. He was an MVP yeah. caliber. And, and, it was, and he was a number one pick or a second pick over. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he has the he has the cachet. It's just that they, they got new management. They did, they cleared everything out over there too. So it's like, hey, bro, we can, it was bad the last two. You got to go, got to go. Yeah, man. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Isaac Rector, bro. He's a constant listener. And uh, as I was promoting on Facebook, I see that uh, my guy actually achieved rank of sergeant today. He's in the service, man. So shout out to him, bro. Achieving sergeant out there. He's a, I mean, dude is always listening for us, uh, constantly promoing us, an avid fan. So shout out to you, Isaac Rector, for achieving rank of sergeant, man. Good for you, bro. Shout out. My guy said, hail victory. I don't know what, I don't know what branch he's in, uh, but shout out to him for achieving sergeant. That is no small task. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody who serves or has served. Uh, shout, shout out to, to everybody all overseas, all the you know, listeners overseas, military. We got we got another cat. We got another guy tuned in right now. He said he was actually driving to Jacksonville, and I know he serves as well. Um, I just lost his comment. I was gonna put his comment up there. It is my guy right here. He said he's listening on his way back to Jacks right now. That, that boy Colin, Mr. El Marino. He stays tuned in with us, stays rocking with the show. He actually bought some merch. Uh, big, big fan, man. So shout out to Colin as well as he's on his ride to Jacksonville. Safe travels, my guy. Hopefully you make it back safe and sound. Big Marcus, are you still with us? Did Dorona get you? Are you asymptomatic, Big Marcus? I have never met somebody who had Rona. Is that, is that weird? Like, I've never met somebody who actively was diagnosed with Rona. Like, at that moment. I've, I've met people who told me they had it before. Mm-hmm. But I've never met somebody who was actually, like, at that time sick with COVID. So, Ben Marcus, let us know how you feeling, man. All prayers go out to you. I hope you're doing okay. Um, for sure. All, all joking aside. <laughs> Ten- Robert says, Tennessee don't have a defense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my mama said, hope you're okay, Big Marcus. Big Marcus, she hopes you're okay. Earlier she said, Jay, you looking good. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Y'all better chill. Uh, Cynthia said she thinks Jay is high. Oh. <laughs> of course. You have won the million dollar prize. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Brown says, Haskins? Nah. And you know, at the end of the day, bro, um, I think Haskins might be able to bring back his career out there in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. He's got a he's got a good opportunity. I mean, Pittsburgh. Now, is Pittsburgh as a whole gonna crumble before he gets a chance? Who knows? Are the pieces around him gonna be good enough once he gets a chance? Who knows? I think he will be next in line. He'll have to fuck it up to not take it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's why they brought him there to see can you be next in line? Because they know Big Ben's gonna bounce at some point soon. So they gotta be ready. And I think Haskins makes them ready. But we'll see. Well. Nobody said they wanted to hop on. Everybody just wants to comment. I guess y'all look funny or y'all scared to get your face on cam. You know we could do it to where your voice only comes through. Y'all don't actually have to turn your camera on. I know y'all ain't as beautiful as Jay and myself, but, um, you know, we still would like to have y'all on. It's okay. Ugly people need love, too. But you're beautiful to us, and we love y'all no matter how many pimples you have on your face. Stay tuned in with us at all times. We love you for that. Stay rocking with us. We love you for that. 
Follow all the social accounts. Most of you already have. We love you for that. But I'll tell you them again, at Men and Teal Podcast everywhere except Twitter at Men and Teal Pod. Hit us up on Twitch. Hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Link to the Spotify, Apple Podcast, so you can listen to us on the go. We're good to go, man. Shout out to the New Era Jags group. Shout out to the Jaguars Let's Go group. Shout out to Do Vault, everything they got going on. The sponsors of the Creative Group, 904 Printing. I love y'all. We appreciate it. I am your host, the Hot Take Hooligan Agent K. That is the Cannabis Analyst Agent J. And I'm going to play us out. <laughs>